Handle on the News. Handle on the News. What's one nice thing you can say about Bill Handel? He has kind of cool hair, I think. He has cool hair. And now, here's Bill Handel. All right, here we go. Another week, another day, another minute or two. Good morning, everybody. And uh, welcome on May 14th. And it's, uh, uh, there's going to be some, some hot stuff going on in the Middle East today. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. And so let me say a quick hello. There's uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hello, Handel. Mo Kelly in, uh, what, the entire week? It depends. It's a day-to-day basis. Yeah, this is, it's a day-to-day basis because uh, we don't know if Wayne is going to survive or not. Uh, well, that's not true. He's on jury duty. And we don't know if he's going to survive, survive or not. That. Yes. So we'll talk about how great it's the case was. Yeah, no, I get it. You just, every morning you call and it depends on how quickly the case is. If it's a, if it settles during the course of a trial, it's over. If a plea during a criminal trial, which usually doesn't happen, it is a plea normally happens beforehand. So um, we'll uh, find out when Wayne comes back. If not, we have Mo the whole week. And uh, there is uh, Alex. Good morning. And uh, the lovely John Ramirez. Morning. All right. So uh, what are you doing, Alex? Oh, putting stuff because I needed, uh, you know, for example, we're going to do a story on Venezuela uh, coming up. So uh, I need, you know, Alex has all our research. Uh, you know, when did Chavez get elected? When did he die? When did Maduro become president? Uh, you know, when was the Constitution changed in uh, Venezuela, which basically makes it a complete dictatorship and what's going on? So that's a story going on uh, later on. Also, uh, one of the biggest stories we're going to cover is the uh, Jerusalem embassy is opening up today. One day before the, uh, is it the 50th anniversary of, uh, yes, of the founding of the state of Israel, May 15th, 1948. And needless to say, there's, there are one or two protests on uh, the border, the Gaza-Israeli border, not so much the West Bank, although there are some. So uh, we've got a lot to cover today, as you can imagine. And uh, my voice is still, something's going on with my voice. I was super froggy this morning. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, all weekend long. Yeah. And, uh, I've got, um, there's a lot of phlegm going on. Oh. oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm coughing up a lot of phlegm. I just pretend it's Good oysters. Oh. And. Uh, no blood, though? No, 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 no. Blood. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. No nodules. Went to the uh, ENT guy. No polyps, no nodules, just uh, a little bit strained. You know, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Throat so cancer, I'm, maybe? Probably not, because he already checked. <laughs> no. No, that's nice. Uh, no, because I think you can normally see that. Uh, no, no, it's just a little inflamed, and uh, no one really knows why. So I'll probably go back to the ENT. Uh, yeah. We still have a number of uh, the ENT guy and the, uh, yeah, so I've got to call uh, Kaiser again. Okay. Fair enough. You guys ready to do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lead story. As uh, I open the show with this, and we'll be doing more at 7 o'clock, already the Gaza clashes, and we're talking, what, 55? Is that how many Palestinians have died during, before the demonstration, or during the demonstrations? Just this morning, 37. So there, there, that number could be from a total from over the weekend because there were a lot of protests there as or then as well. But I know as of just today, they've had 37 killed. Yep. And uh, it's, again, I'll talk more about this. What the Palestinians are doing are going up to the border and trying to breach the border. 
and the whole world is screaming at Israel and yelling and saying, how dare you do this, proportional violence or proportional response. Look at you're killing unarmed people. Uh, it would be wonderful for the world to deal with it if the Palestinians did breach the border. And then what? Well, they would, of course, just peaceably, peace, peaceably demonstrate, wouldn't they? They would surround the villages and just peaceably demonstrate. They wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't commit any violent acts, whatever. Israel has always said, you can go cram it. We don't like it. So uh, we have uh, the um, the United States has agreed or has uh, recognized uh, uh, Jerusalem as the embassy or the capital of, uh, of Israel. And I think the rest of the world is pouring in. Guatemala and Honduras. And Guatemala and Honduras. We'll talk more about that coming up. And the ceremony has just started within the last, like, 10 minutes. Yep, 800 people. And I know a couple of people who are there, incidentally. Really? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, Bill, what does this do for the idea of a Palestinian state? Uh, Nothing. Doesn't change much of anything. Part of the Palestinian state is East Jerusalem. That's one of the sticking points. And it's just not going to happen. Israel's not going to give up East Jerusalem, although they could. The, The big one that's impossible to give up. Uh, physically impossible, is a law of return in which the Palestinians come back and simply take all the land and the houses that were either taken away, uh, which some were, or the Palestinians, or at that point the Israeli Arabs, just left voluntarily because they were were told the Jews were going to kill all of them, rape their kids, you know, that sort of thing. So it's a combination of the two. And uh, that's not going to happen. Israelis aren't going to just hand over their houses and their villages. East Jerusalem could, and there was some talk during some of the negotiations, but uh, not with this government, because this government uh, effectively does say that Jerusalem is the eternal capital of uh, the Jewish people. That's it. Thank you. It's Jerusalem. Ain't you. It's us. No thanks. Go someplace else. I think that's the official line, by the way, of the uh, of the Israeli government this morning. Go someplace else? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the president says thank you to North Korea after it announced it's going to hold a ceremony to dismantle some of its nuclear test sites. You're destined for a nuclear funeral. Yeah, it's, it's moving with Kim Jong-un uh, going and taking the lead. Now... Did he actually give anything up? Because his argument is, and he has said, we're already done with our testing. We have it. We have our ballistic missiles. We have our nuclear warheads. We can hit anybody in the United States, which I have, or any city, which I doubt. But his reason for giving it up, he's done. So, therefore, I'm going to give it up. I don't know. This supposedly is supposed to happen between May 23rd. Yep. And May 25th, which would be, you know, just ahead of when Kim Jong-un and the president are supposed to meet in Singapore on June 12th. Yeah. What do you think, Bo? Is this going to happen? You mean the actual summit? Oh, the summit, of course, is going to happen. I think it was like a crackhead giving up crack. It's like, okay, they don't want to use crack anymore. But most likely, they're they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Uh, You're going to see. Kim Jong-un is making some big moves. However... 
are they uh, moves that are merely symbolic? Well, he's going to ask for something. Oh, he's going to ask for <laughs> plenty. Not just something, plenty. And, of course, we'll talk about that in the days ahead. We'll come right back and uh, take a break. And you're KFI Handle here, and uh, good morning on a May 14th momentous day. Some of the big stories that we're going to be covering, of course, the Jerusalem Embassy. And I I think uh, the ceremony is taking place as we speak. Uh, North Korea, of course, what's going on with North Korea. And don't move to Hawaii. Just don't do it. You know, it's Volcano City, okay? It's just fissures are opening up like crazy. All right. Uh, matter of fact, uh, as we continue on with Handle on the News, that's our next store. Oh, here's a fan chance to win $1,000. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. And don't forget, if you do win, you're going to get a call from a number that you don't recognize, but you got to pick it up or we move on to somebody who will. And your chance to win happens every hour, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 o'clock all the way till 7 o'clock at night. Okay, uh, let's continue on. More Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Mo in for Wayne Resnick and me. Speaking of Jennifer Jones Lee, new crack from Hawaii volcano Ooh. is fueling lava near geothermal plant. Very yeah, it's uh, going crazy. And this thing may blow its top. That's going to make some news. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, the fissures are coming in, and you don't know where they are. I think one of them is, what, 26 miles or something from uh, the heart of the volcano, the actual volcano itself? And this this particular one that's near this geothermal plant, it's like less than a mile from the plant. But they do think that they got all of the flammable chemicals out of the plant. So they don't yep. think that if it does reach it, it's going to make that big of an impact because they think they got everything out. Yeah, here's a very depressing story. Yeah, uh, there was a party in Encino that turned deadly because of an unwanted guest who left and came back with a gun. And what makes this story particularly uncomfortable is Encino happens to be sort of an upscale white Jewish area. And this, and we're supposed to, it, people who are in Encino, we, uh, other people, of course, uh, like to read about this. Don't want it down the hill. Because a lot of Encino's in the hills. Yeah, uh, this is a tough one. It was a 28-year-old man. He was shot and killed at this house party in Encino, Somebody came up to Guillermo Hernandez, who his family says was standing outside waiting for an Uber. But this guy comes up to Hernandez and another man at the party, pulls out a gun after he apparently got in an argument with them, and then ended up killing the 28-year-old. They also found a 69-year-old at the party who had three gunshots to the leg and the torso, but he is he's in critical condition right now. And hey, what are they doing partying at 4 a.m.? Still. Just... Who do, who does house parties anymore? Uh, like this, I have really. Yeah, two in the last five years. Not until four in the morning. Right. No, right. we break. Right. No, we break it up at nine. <laughs> All right, time for everybody to go home. Yeah, it's isn't that much fun. Well, I don't know about you, but I prefer a party which has a bounce house, except the bounce house which flies onto the highway, and there was a kid inside, but he emerged with just some scrapes. I'm a lucky guy. Lucky, lucky. 
nine-year-old boy was playing inside a bounce house in his front yard in Adelanto on Saturday when strong winds swept the inflated enclosure onto a nearby highway a few hundred feet away. Wasn't that thing supposed to be tied down or it anchored? It was. It was, but it was anchored with uh, stakes in the ground. And there was just a freak wind, and uh, stakes in the ground don't do it the way really heavy, you know, they say uh, gallons of water uh, or sandbags or rocks. We have one of these here uh, that holds up uh, a tripod. Oh, I thought you were talking big, about we had a bounce, bounce house, house here. No, 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 no. <laughs> we do? Where no. did I miss it? We have a big sandbag here that weighs 25 pounds or something, or there was. Yeah, that's right there. Oh, is it's it? There. It's still there. Oh, yeah, there it is. Why is there a sandbag in there? Uh, to hold the door open. Uh, is oh. it to hold the door open? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Well, there you are. And that's a heavy door, too. By the way, this bounce house hit a car on the freeway, and it <laughs> bounced into the car, and the person in the car is okay, too. But they said, uh, yeah, they were a little shook up after a bounce house came flying across the road. A five-year-old girl was attacked and dragged by a black bear in Colorado. Now... This is right outside of her house, right? Yeah, she's Who the hell her. lives near bears? Probably a lot of people in Colorado. Well, the same people who in California live close to mountain lions. Yeah. I mean, it's where they live. Well, this girl, she just goes outside her house because she hears something. But she's five, you know, and she's a little kid. She hears something. She thinks it's her dog. She goes outside. Turns out it's this black bear. And the black bear attacks her. The mom then hears the little girl screaming. And so the mom runs outside, and the mom starts screaming, but it was her screams that actually scared the black bear away. And this little girl, no fractures, they say hundreds of stitches, but she's going to be okay. Wow. Just some soft tissue. What, is that, what does that do uh, emotionally to you? How oh. much therapy do you need? There's not enough in the world. As you're dragged off by a bear. I got chased by a peacock when I was a kid. Oh, they're vicious. Oh, my God. I was like three. And you're never going, every time you see uh, a peacock now. I literally, to this day, 40 years later, I'm still nervous about peacocks. Are you scared to watch like NBC? <laughs> Maybe that's why. That's funny. That's funny. That's I have very, my moments. No, that's very good. That was excellent. Oh, here's, and you know what? Let's take a break because this okay. one is, this is mind boggling. It really is. The level of stupid is just incredible sometimes. And we'll cover that when we come back. In the meantime. Come with me now. Come with me now. Handle here on a uh, Monday, May uh, 14th. And before we get into more handle on the news, uh, asking we are asking you to help uh, the American Red Cross initiative to get prepared California. So we're asking for a $400 donation. And for that... You and a guest can enjoy cocktails and appetizers with all the KFI hosts and crew. If you give a $500 donation, you don't have to go. Uh, we'll be at the OUE Sky, uh, what is that? Sky Space. I always have a hard time. It's a thousand foot building downtown. Unlimited Sky Slide rides and appetizers and cocktails. You have to be 21 years old. 100% of the proceeds will benefit the American Red Cross, Get Prepared California. Uh, limited tickets for details. Log on to KFIAM640.com, and the search word is Mixer. All right, back we go. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Mo Kelly in for Wayne, who's on jury duty, and me. Parents should ask their baby's permission before changing their dirty diapers. Anyone's a baby now. 
this is nuts. It's a uh, self-described sexuality expert, and it's a story. It's in England, uh, and uh, it's just so weird. Uh, so what happens if the kid says no? Can the kid even verbalize no? No. Well, it's the, the point is that uh, you pretend to ask permission. As you're taking the diaper can off. I take, exactly. Protect. Can I take your diaper off? And then you wait a minute. And then you go ahead and do it. Uh, and you change the diaper. This is uh, stupid beyond stupid. So I'm assuming you put this in only because it's stupid beyond stupid. Yeah. No, I knew it would start a conversation, which is always fun in the morning. Uh, stupid beyond stupid. You're right. Yeah. All right. How about this one? A sex offender has gotten 20 years in prison because he coerced both young girls and boys to send him nude photos. You know, the problem is there are so many of these that you wonder why this one made news and the other one doesn't. Uh, And again, it's just what goes viral and what doesn't. It was, uh, there is, uh, there was a gal who worked here, uh, Kristen, who just everybody loved. Her husband is an FBI agent, and he moved back to Washington, D.C. to head the task force, the national task force that dealt with child molesters and these kinds of people. And he said, all they have to do is go on the Internet. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. That's, that's what- all. Just put the line out and hundreds respond. And that's exactly what this guy did. He went online He's a man. He posed as a young girl named Amy. And then he would, I mean, in some cases he was, you know, saying, like showing a picture of the house to the kids saying, you know, I know where you live kind of thing. Send me pictures. Um, But I think I think one reason why this one's getting news is because he preyed on both young girls and young boys. He didn't care. Yeah. 20 years. And he's not going to do so well in prison either. Nope. Okay, I got a question. 20 years for that. But 15 years for this Texas woman who ran over her cheating husband. That's not okay in Texas. Yeah, why not? I remember this story. Oh, I remember this story. It was uh, she, her husband, I think she caught him. She'd hire a private investigator to follow her husband. Uh, She suspected he was having an affair with an employee. She confronts him and... The lover in the uh, in the lobby of a hotel, uh, Hilton, and the fight goes off to the parking lot, and then she gets in the car and starts running him over, and then backs up and runs him over again. I remember this. And then backs up and runs him over again. And it's all caught on video, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, she was a dentist, and he was an orthodontist, and so she's now out, fifteen years, granted parole, sentenced to twenty years in prison. So. I wonder if she went for the teeth. Oh, that's a very good oh. point, and I don't know. But it's, mm, what a story that one was. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh, okay. Well, this one, really, this is the complaint. A woman was kicked off a United flight after a man complained she was pungent. I just want to fly. Yeah, she'd been flying for, what, 20 hours or 24 hours, and most of us would be pungent. After sitting on an airplane for 20-something hours. Uh, but uh, she uh, was nailed. Uh, and uh, for this complaint, there was a complaint, and they threw her off the airplane. And she's an African-American woman, and the guy who complained was a white guy, and she now has a racial discrimination lawsuit against United. Oh, yeah, and it's going to work. 
is it going to work? Because there are all kinds of circumstances. We'll talk more about this. And at 930, uh, we're going to talk about this subject uh, of white people complaining about black people. In many cases, just being there and suspicious. You're simply suspicious or white people are simply suspicious of a black person. And uh, Mo's going to jump in on that. And Mo and I had a conversation, what, three years ago? Yeah, about Four years ago, ago uh, which was just a, I'll never forget the conversation Mo and I had, ever. And I'll share that with you uh, coming up at uh, 9.30. Anyway, she's going to win because they threw her off the airplane. Sure. Literally, just tossed her. And she uh, she was in her seat. Someone took her seat. This white guy took her seat. And he she asked him to move. And the flight attendant said, well, you move instead to this woman. And then a confrontation where, uh, according to this story, according to the Washington Post, she did nothing wrong. And uh, she's the one that gets thrown off. And they didn't just kick her off. They kicked her kids off, too. So I'm sure that they can say emotional distress on. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be. No, no. It's going to be a good lawsuit. They'll settle this one. Oh, United's going to settle this one. All right. uh, Let's take a break and uh, do a prison story when we come back. KFI AM 640. KFI handle here. It is a Monday morning, May 14th. And as we speak, uh, the ceremony of uh, the opening of the embassy in Jerusalem is going on right now. Jared Kushner is speaking. He's delivering uh, the the remarks at the U.S. Embassy opening. And 800 people are there. I happen to know a couple of them who were invited. And, uh, you know, super Jews. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's who goes. Very few Palestinians are going there. They're super Jews? They're super Jews, yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. All right. uh, More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Mo Kelly in for Wayne and me. Let's go to prison. The U.S. has rolled back protections for transgender prison inmates. Well, the Trump administration is consistent, let me tell you. The Trump administration has rolled back the protections for transgender prison inmates, which were introduced under, wait for it, President Barack Obama. We're talking days before he left office. Yes. And uh, this has to do with the biological sex will now be used to make an initial decision where the transgender folks are housed, as opposed to their declared gender. And so they're... Some LBGQ people are a little upset about that. You forgot about the T, and which the is tea. most important here. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Details and matter. It's yeah. the LGBTQ community that's a little upset by whoever thought, hey, this is a great idea. Yeah. If you're LGBTQ and you're in this particular school district in Oregon, we're going to punish you for being that way. And our punishment is going to be, you need to read the Bible. You need Jesus. Because hell. hell is yeah, this is a public school district. Uh, this is a problem. Uh, it's, uh, it's a problem in that, you can you imagine a public school system in Oregon? This isn't the deep south. This is Oregon. Well, wait, Oregon can is, be pretty is, conservative. Is diet south, yes. Oh, parts of it, certainly not Portland. Not Portland. But, okay, yeah, you know. we keep on forgetting 
the, that uh, Washington State, when you go into the Yakima Valley, that's about as conservative as you can get, the eastern part of Washington, yeah. too. And, and the refuge uh, takeover? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So anyway, uh, you've got a teacher that decided that uh, gay students will read the Bible as punishment for being gay. And the teacher compared gay marriage to marrying a dog. One student said she was hit in the hand with a skateboard by another student who made homophobic comments. Student says she was required by the superintendent to read a passage from the Bible as punishment. Now, when they, it's not actually comparing uh, homosexuality or gay marriage as uh, at marrying a dog. It's just where does it cross the line? Can you then marry a dog? Can you then marry a kangaroo? Can you then marry? I mean, that's the argument. And uh, it's a slippery slope. And what drives me crazy is the answer is always because there's a reasonable reasonableness attached. I mean, we draw lines in this country. For example, the speed limit is 65. And if you go 66, you've crossed the line. If you can get married, you're okay if you're gay. If you want to marry a kangaroo, you can't. I mean, that's it. You know, why can't we draw lines here? It's always slippery slope business, which drives me nuts. Anyway, there's a complaint, and I hope this teacher just gets nailed. Yeah. And I mean nailed. Why don't we just keep it going with this whole theme? In a one-two punch, Oklahoma governor angers LGBTQ and gun rights activists. Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon managed to piss off both both gun rights and LBTQ rights activists with two separate actions. In one, uh, she vetoed a bill that would have loosened gun laws in Oklahoma. Had it passed, SB 1212 would have allowed gun owners to carry a firearm, either open or concealed, loaded or unloaded, without a state license or permit. Just everybody can carry a gun. That's it. Enjoy yourself. And she said no. Yeah, she said no to that. That was the first move. The second move, she signed into law the so-called adoption bill, which allows private child placement agencies to deny the placement of a child in foster care or adoption if that placement would violate the agency's written religious or moral convictions or policies. What do you do with Catholic adoption agencies where there is a legitimate, I mean, I don't think it's plausible or it's plausible where I don't think it can be defended but if you look at Catholic Catholic doctrine, they're not into gay people doing much of anything uh, ever. Yeah, pretty much ever. And so what do you do with that? And it's a private agency and it's a religious agency. I don't know the Slippery answer. slope. It's true. I don't know the answer to that. Because they're a private agency, though, does that give them license to then do whatever they... Not license, but they have, a more, they have an argument. Public agencies can't. I mean, you know, the county adoption agencies can't touch that. Of course, they can't discriminate against gay people. But can a private religious uh, adoption agency, can there be discrimination? I mean, and, kind of a Hobby Lobby kind of thing? Yeah. Well, the Supreme Court said uh, Hobby Lobby doesn't have to sell, uh, you know, those little gl- flakes of glitter to gay people. No glitter for you, you queer. This was the Bill Handel show. Yes. Uh, let's do one more, okay? Right. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, let's skip to 15. Okay. Because I think this one's super important. If you went to Chili's uh, b- uh, between, let's see, March and April, there is a chance that you got your identity stolen, and that's because you don't have LifeLock. 
Chili's is back, baby, back, baby, back. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, Chili's is back. Baby, back, baby, back. Chili's and you'll be ordering Chili's even if you don't know you're ordering <laughs> Chili's because they've hacked into Chili's, the hackers. Here's what drives me nuts. So Chili's is saying, hey, if you visited one of our locations between March and April, there's a chance your numbers got stolen, your credit card numbers, and your name. But they're not saying which locations. So is it all Chili's locations? Is it just the Chili's in California? I don't know. So you don't know if you were one of the people who's at risk. Yeah, and I and unfortunately, I ate at Chili's a couple of weeks ago. Oh. They have a very nice burger. And it was uh, now, and I used my credit card. So you could be one of the people. Yeah, they have those uh, little kiosk things, those little machines right on the table where you pay. And uh, it's basically credit card. Oh, my goodness, another slippery slope. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Oh, and then they give you, you know what restaurants are doing now and Chili's does this, is they give you the tip information, right, to make it easier Most for you. Most places do that. Yeah, and unfortunately, Chili starts at 40% tip. <laughs> they just keep on jacking it up and jacking it up. All right, we're done. Uh, coming up, the uh, Jerusalem Embassy is opening right now. Matter of fact, uh, Bibi Netanyahu, or Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, is addressing the crowd as we speak at the new embassy. But uh, it's more of a symbolic issue than anything else, because it's still the consulate. But we'll talk a little bit about the uh, politics of this when we come back. KFI AM 640.